Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our A to Z Sports Titans uh, reporter. Uh, We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. That's at A to Z Sports, so follow us there. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash atoz. The OR app, keeping us safe online, and you can get a two-week free trial to protect your online identity by using our link, aura.com slash ATOZ, and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and in Columbia online, KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, uh, a lot of talk this week about Titans and Browns. Nick Chubb has the gruesome injury Monday night, which really accelerated our Browns conversations and really moving on from that Chargers uh, victory the Titans had on Sunday in overtime to open up Nissan Stadium. Uh, but, you know, here we are in a spot where both teams want to get to two and one. The Titans really need it uh, as they haven't won back to back games since I don't know when. Uh, I, you know, I can't even remember when they won back to back. Was it, did they win before the Packers game? It's, it's hard to even think about if they had a win before the Packers game, like directly before. Uh, so we're going to have a, a lot of good conversation here so. on the sh- Yeah, maybe. Um, they beat Denver. I think you're right. Denver, then the Packers, that, that does make sense. So uh, Sam, strength versus strength. Pretty interesting in, in your thoughts on how this game could potentially play out here on the show. Yeah, this is a really fun matchup because I think you talk a lot about, uh, you know, the Titans defense against X quarterback a lot of the time, especially in the AFC. And you're looking at, all right, well, how are they going to do with Justin Herbert? How are they going to do with Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or these guys that were accustomed to the Titans playing? But what we know about the Titans defense is that this group can stop the run. What we know about the Cleveland Browns is that they are built to and are dedicated to running the football. And it's a very interesting matchup that happens so every so often in the NFL where you've got two teams on uh, extreme ends of a spectrum of strengths for either their defense or their offense that then match up against one another. And it is what you said. Something's got to give, right? Like, that is what I'm really keeping my eye out for because uh, the Titans would love to stop the run. And there's all sorts of different layers to this, right? Do you go away from it? Do you go to it? Even though, you know, it's the Titan strength. Uh, Do you trust Deshaun Watson more than you trust your run game, but then you're built for the run game. So you're getting away from what you do best. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very interesting conversation. Um, And in my opinion, I think whoever controls this area will win the football game. So this is a really big spot here. No, it's huge. And and so we're talking Titans run defense versus Browns running offense. And I think this was a pretty wild stat uh, that <clears throat> Titans media relations sent out 
uh, to us and Sam. You got some tiny font there, but I'll let you kind of go through yeah. uh, what we got here with this. It's fascinating, this tiny little font, but uh, font for ants to, over here. You know, we, we're trying to fit it all on one screen for you guys. Yeah, but, but it's, the- I'll let you take us through uh, this stat of what this Titans defense is doing against the run and how it kind of stacks up against the league in the league over the last nearly two full decades. Well, straight up, it's been historic, a historic run, or at least uh, historic for the last you know decade plus here. The Titans have allowed uh, 61 rushing yards against the Chargers and 69 rushing yards against the Saints this season. Uh, and they have not allowed uh, that it's their eighth consecutive game in which the Titans opponents did not reach 100 yards. The last time it happened was the Cincinnati Bengals of last year. Over a full full one season, right, 17 games span, the last 17 games, uh, the Titans have held their opponents to a total of just over 1,000 rushing yards. That's 64 yards per game you see there at the bottom. Since the start of 2007, the current stretch by the Titans defense is the best any NFL team has fared in rushing yards allowed over 17 straight contests. So Mm -hmm. if you are making a full season out of the Titans last 17 games, it's the best run defense of the last 15 years. That's kind of what we're looking at for how good this group has been uh, dating back to the, you know, a middle point of, of the 2021 season or no, the 2022 season, 17 games here. So um, yeah, post Buffalo, this group has not allowed anything. Um, And you see the numbers right there. I'll throw it up one more time. Some of the groups that they're in the same conversation as is the 2011 Steelers, the themselves from yeah, just, uh, just you know from the one last, week shifted <laughs> yeah one week shifted but it's that 2010 2011 Steelers team and then the Detroit Lions uh between 2013 and 2014 so um some interesting company it's crazy there. It, like, that Steelers team was the Steelers is that the team is team? on that top 10 four different times is that the like, Super Bowl Steelers uh 2010 to 2011 um I can't I don't know that my brain it is. my brain was uh preoccupied uh during that stretch of time uh up in Knoxville <clears throat> but anyway so uh if you catch my drift but so the Titans deep run defense is really freaking good right we i think we know that uh, averaging only allowing 65 yards in the last 2 weeks this season uh for opposing teams but the Cleveland Browns can run the football too whether Nick Chubb is there or not Jerome Ford comes in after Nick Chubb goes out and goes for over 100. And Shane Bowen, uh, Titans defensive coordinator, discussed the uh, Browns' uh, rushing attack uh, yesterday with the Titans media. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're really good up front, right? They're really good up front. I think their O-line's probably one of the better teams in the league in terms of blocking in the run game. Um, I don't think things changed too much. They had 30 rushes last week against the Steelers, and Chubb went out and played 26, right? So... I mean, I think that's who they are. That's their identity. Um, I don't know if they're truly going to get away from that just because Nick's not there. Obviously, you lose a great player. It's tough to replace, but bringing Hunt back, Ford did a good job when he was in there last week. So, yeah, there you go. And uh, chat, quick to point out here, yes, that is the Super Bowl Steelers that lost to the Packers in that Super Bowl. So pretty good company uh, with that defense. I remember that 
yeah what was so year before would have been the year before would have been Steelers Cardinals then I guess but anyway that that team very good very good defense uh interesting stuff from Shane Bowen there because you know he brings up the offensive line and, and I've kind of been comparing this Browns situation to the 2021 Titans, Austin, where mm-hmm. you had Derrick Henry go down halfway through the season. And a lot of people hit the panic button and said, what are the Titans going to do without Derrick Henry? Right? Like this is who they are on offense. And you very quickly realize that, you know, while Deontay Foreman isn't Derrick Henry, the Titans were built to run the ball because of, their offensive line first and foremost that year. And so they were still able to find success with a different running back uh, filling in for Derek. That is what I believe Cleveland is built to do. Uh, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong, doesn't matter which running back is getting the ball. This Titans offensive line, as Shane Bowen points out, is one of the best in football at blocking for the run. So that's where their success in the run game comes from. And that doesn't go away just because Nick Chubb is down. Right. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that's really fascinating. And uh, let's go ahead and play Aziz Alshire, who discussed kind of what you're talking about there, Sam, of uh, it doesn't matter who the running back is. The Browns are going to do it pretty well regardless. Cool. Cool. Thank you. What did you uh, What did you see from Jerome Ford on Monday night? And what kind of a different challenge is that for you and, and your defense not having Nick Chubb there, but a different kind of back in Jerome? Yeah, obviously, you know, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. You know, he say his name like that for a reason. So, uh, you know, it's crazy to see what happened to him. I hate to see that. Um, but I honestly think Jerome Ford is a good running back, you know, even – but prior to him getting in the game and, and playing how he was, like last week, you know, Chubb was playing. I think he had like 15 carries in that first game that they had. But I think he runs hard. I think he runs fast. Like he's, he's kind of like a slasher, but um, at the same time, it's physical. So I think he's just as good. Obviously, he's not Nick Chubb, but he's he's his own back, and I like him a lot, honestly. Fair to say that when a team has that good of like a rushing attack, it's usually the, the sum of its parts than just one guy or one yeah, back. Yeah, for sure. Even when I was in San Francisco, like we had so many dudes. Raheem Moser was there. Jeff Wilson was there. You know, we had so many guys that were you would have never even knew their name until they got the opportunity, and then they burst on the scene. And you know, now they're some of the top backs you know around the league. So I, you know, I'm not big on like, oh, I don't know this guy's name. I don't even care what your name is, honestly. I, I don't. If I'm looking at the back of your jersey, I'm probably getting beat. So I'm more so focused on like, you know, just playing the guy who's in front of me, and, you know, respecting all my opponents and then trying to just win. So. Really interesting because I didn't even think about that 49ers angle until Aziz brought it up uh, of like, yeah, this is what Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers have done. Their system and the sum of their parts is greater than one running back. And anybody who watched last night's game knows yeah, Christian McCaffrey is pretty special. Like the guy does things at a different level. But the 49ers have been successful with Elijah Mitchell, successful with uh, Jarek McKinnon. Like they've been successful with a ton of different backs that have come and gone and then found their footing elsewhere in the league. Uh, and maybe that's what we're seeing here from Cleveland a little bit. So I, I don't think it's fair and nor do I think the Titans are writing off this Browns rushing attack and saying, well, no Nick Chubb, they're going to throw the ball. Uh, so it's a little different from, I think what we saw in the chargers, Austin, because the chargers, we sat here and talked about, uh, Kellen Moore had kind of shifted the offensive identity of the Chargers in week one to run the ball 40 times as an offense. 
They gave 16 carries to Eckler, 16 carries to Josh Kelly. They used Justin Herbert and moved the pocket for him a lot. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what is this? The Los Angeles Chargers are going run, run, run. We're not used to seeing this. Well, Austin Eckler goes down. They cut those carries in half and let Justin Herbert air it out 40 times against the Titans defense. I don't think that's what you'll see from Cleveland where one injury changes what they want to do. Like they still have these pieces and a comment was asking, I thought they picked up uh, Kareem hunt. They did uh, earlier this week. I believe yesterday it became official official believe so. Yeah. Uh, But Kareem hunt is a Cleveland Brown. I still think Jerome Ford is going to be the, uh, the workhorse and get a a majority of the, the workload there on Sunday, at least. But I don't think this will change and we'll see 40 passes from Deshaun Watson. I think this is still a a run-first offense. All right, so Sam, let's ask everybody this question. I think this is a good question. What do you believe in more? Because we've talked about strength versus strength and something's got to give. What do you believe in more? The Titans' ability to stop the run or the Browns' ability to run with both Jerome Ford and now Kareem Hunt? What do you believe in more? Uh, Titans to stop it or the Browns to run it. Uh, I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation and we'll talk some hypotheticals here as well. But first Krebs Kubota, they should be where you go for all of your equipment needs because Krebs Kubota, uh, they thrive and strive to have the best customer service in the equipment business in the middle Tennessee area. They have three amazing locations, Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro, their website, really cool. Go check it out. Krebs So you can go check out and get any type of equipment you need from the big stuff uh, out there in your property that you're going to work on some, you know, big projects or maybe just the regular mower. Maybe you got a difficult yard with a, with a ditch or a hill as you want a zero turn mower to make yourself more efficient. If you need a new trimmer, Krebs Kubota has all of that for you. The accessories and implementations to go with everything as well. And they are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the access to the best equipment in the industry and the best warranties in the industry with their pipeline straight to Kubota. So check them out online, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM has a sign-up code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. And you can place a $10 Moneyline wager to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. So we, yeah, we have our bonus code ATOZ Sports, where you can sign up and get $1,500 back in bonus bets. But use A to Z 200 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly with a $10 money line wager. So A to Z 200 with the king of sportsbooks. That's where to go to do your sports betting this football season, this Major League Baseball playoff season, this whatever season it is. I don't know if you're into betting tennis. You do you. But do it with BetMGM and do it with A to Z 200, uh, the king of sportsbooks. All right, yeah, you can win some money in tennis to be as no, money to be had. Right no, you cannot. I am well, maybe this personal thing. I don't know if I've ever won a tennis bet before. I thought I, <laughs> I've woken up at five o'clock in the morning and gotten some live Jokic numbers, uh, Jokic numbers, and made some money off of that. Anyway, listen, right, this so, is what I do real quick. I just got to inside baseball. Tennis is my chasing sport. Tennis oh, is. God. I just sat on the couch for college football for twelve hours came out down eight units or had a parlay missed by Uh-oh. one leg. And then I'm sitting there at two in the morning being like, what's live right now? What can I chase right now? And then there's a, a, the name of two Russian women's tennis players that I don't know. And I'm like, this one looks pretty good. Uh, and then, you know, we dig a hole for ourselves, but Hey, Ma- Ma- 
Matt says, when is A to Z going to start their own sports book? I mean, we just, uh, Betham GM is just too good. You know, we'll let the experts do their expert thing. All right. We there. Don't but need Sam, let's regulators. get. No, I don't want, I don't want uh, that pressure. Betham GM uh, is really good at it. So we'll just keep rolling with them. So the numbers we brought up. Strength versus strength, something's got to give. The Titans' defense only allows 65 yards rushing per game in the last two weeks. The Browns' offense, Nick Chubb or not, is averaging 202, 202 yards per game. Who 65 <laughs> yards allowed? Yes, that, that's more everybody. than their that's, passing game. Yeah, yeah. The, the Browns average 194 passing yards a game and 202 yards rushing per game. Outstanding rushing. Uh, Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, Deshaun Watson chips in as well. Uh, so something's got to give. So here's the question, and Sam, I'll send you to the chat. A lot of good answers I've seen already. What do you believe in more? The Titans' ability to stop the run or the Browns' ability to run with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt? So I'll let you go to the chat here. All right, uh, let's see. Titans' ability to stop the run we've got from Steven. Tighten up, IR Hoshi, uh, JR, Eric. Titans, Kyle, Matt, Scott, Jaron, Steven. Uh, we got Hello Lady says uh, Titans can stop it. And a nice little, uh, you know, shooting a shot in the, the YouTube name, I suppose, from Hello Ladies. Uh, our yeah. defense to stop it from Denise, the best front seven from Jay. Deshaun says the Titans run defense. Trey says stop the run. It's a historic run difference over the last few years. We showed the numbers earlier. Darius says stop the run. Rooney says stop the run. Derek is stopping it. Karen, Austin, I've yet to see somebody who says they believe in the Cleveland Browns ability to run the football. I'm not surprised. I mean, have we uh, have we seen the Browns run the football? If you haven't watched the Browns, you might not know how good they are at it. Yeah, we're, we're talking King to says, currently we're talking to hundreds of Titans fans that are going to be very biased towards the Titans for sure. <laughs> yeah, Stephen says if we can't stop them, then we're screwed, uh, which is probably true uh deborah yeah, says i'm gonna Titans. go to, i'm gonna go to chris's comment because chris says the chargers ran for over 200 yards the week before and got completely shut down by the titans now the chargers did not have austin eckler against the titans at all where he went over 100 yards against uh the dolphins uh in week one before getting hurt and then joshua kelly nearly went over 100 yards uh in that first game too after eckler got hurt and so there's kind of a similar situation with the Chargers losing their running back and the Browns using Chubb and the backup being very successful in both of those games where the starter went down and then facing the Titans, Kelly didn't really do much. Yeah. And one Matt says here, uh, they lost Conklin, which is huge. Uh, did Conklin play in that Monday night game? No, he, he got hurt week he one. He did not, right? Yeah. So, yeah, week one. I mean, they had success without him already once. Uh, and who did they the play? Who did, who did the Browns play Monday Night Football? Pittsburgh. Yeah, pretty damn good defense, right? Yeah. Uh, look, so I get it, right? It, in The reason I don't think it's the situation is what I said before. It, it comes down to the quarterback for me. When you are the Los Angeles Chargers and you lose Austin Eckler, you can take comfort in knowing Justin Herbert can drop back and throw to Mike Williams, Gerald Everett, Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston, Keenan Allen 40 times and be successful. You're willing to adapt and move. And so I think the Chargers actually played into the Titans' hand a little bit by going away from the run because it made them really one-dimensional as an offense in that game. 
I don't know if Cleveland is going to give Deshaun Watson that same ability. I don't know if he's going to come out there and throw it that same amount. So the reason I think it's different is because the Chargers want to run the ball. I think Cleveland needs to run the ball. And so yeah. they uh, like that is what they do. And so there's some interesting uh, comments here. Like it, Amnesia with a super chat says the real question is whether or not Deshaun finds a way to ball out this weekend. Let's hope not. Uh, and I think there's a lot to that. Like Deshaun Watson's ability to extend a play and be Deshaun Watson. He has not looked like himself this year. It's been ugly. It's been bad. Uh, if he can return to form and take a little bit of pressure off of that, that need to run the football, I mentioned, mm -hmm. they might have more success than, than you think. Yeah. If they are pigeonholing themselves and do, all right, let's see if we can run for 200 yards it's going to be a rude awakening for, for uh, Cleveland and Austin, keep this in mind too. What did we talk about against the chargers? That was a key to the game for the Titans defense, preventing X plays through the air, forcing LA to get into long, sustainable drives, long sustained drives so that Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Arden key can get a sack. You can create a turnover, you can get the ball off the quarterback. There's more opportunities to make a big play to set an offense back mm -hmm. when they have to run 10, 15 plays to get down the field. Yeah. If yeah. Cleveland is sitting here saying, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. They're not going to have many five, six play drives. Like it's going to be 10, 15, 18 plays getting down the field. That's more chances for this Titans D line to get home. So I believe. And we've seen that, hold on real quick. And we've seen the Titans defense be able to turn those drives into field goals, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And as Jared says, Watson has been fumbling the ball a lot lately. So yeah. I believe in this Titans defensive front at the end of the day. Uh, wow. I think the Browns can run the ball. Yes. I don't think they're going to have that same level of success they've had against everybody else against the Titans. Um. The question for me about whether or not the Browns can run the ball is whether Deshaun can find vintage Deshaun. I don't think he's the same quarterback. I don't think he's the same guy. Uh, I think as long as he's playing like he's currently playing, the Titans job becomes a lot easier. So I'm going to back the Titans run defense here. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, yeah, Jags got juice. Oops, sorry. Wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, Alonzo's Eric Alonzo says, uh, I'm afraid of Amari Cooper cooking the secondary. Jags get you says double Cooper spy the uh, massage man and and your set. Uh with double uh, Cooper spy the massage man. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I had a I had a joke uh yesterday, Sam, that I don't necessarily know if people picked up on it because I, I said that Deshaun Watson has no consequences on or off the field because as much as he might suck on the field. He's got guaranteed money, $46 million a year the next three years. So on and off the field, no consequences yeah. for Deshaun. We don't have to go down the rabbit hole, but uh, can I have like a quick inside look at what, because I know you and Jack had the conversation, who has more on the line? Yeah. The answer is Ryan Tannehill. No doubt. 
I said that's I said Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Jack said Watson. I, I felt like that's where that conversation was gonna go. And Deshaun Watson having the guaranteed money, there's nothing on the line for him. Like, I mean, yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? Release him and pay him 200 million to sit home? Like, I'm sure he's okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's so bizarre. It's just so stupid. The more and more I look at that contract, I'm like, Jimmy Haslam, just thank you for meddling with the Browns and not touching the Tennessee Vols athletic department ever again. Yeah. Um, so um all right so you you back the titans run defense in this situation all right so i'm gonna answer the question uh i I really like this question we've got today what do you believe in more the titans ability to stop the run or the browns ability to run with jerome ford and kareem hunt i'm gonna get to mine here in a second but first farm your health plans farm your health plans can really help you out if you're a tennessean you probably forget how much you're paying for your health coverage you're probably just have anxiety and just don't want to deal with it. And every time, you know, enrollment comes around, you're like, ah, whatever, just do the same thing. Right. And you just don't want to think about having to deal with your health coverage. That's a, a ton of people uh, every year, but farm your health plans is super easy. You don't have to worry about it. You just start your process at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And the odds are you might save some money on your health coverage and get better coverage for that lower rate. That's what happened with Zach Bingham. That's what's happened with Jack Gentry It with, with a bunch of different people uh, that have watched our show that work with A to Z and beyond because Farm Bureau Health Plans have been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years and they can fit a health plan to fit whatever your situation is. Maybe you're out there on your own, you're self-employed, independent contractor, you're single, and you've got to find the right appropriate health coverage that you want for life. Farm Bureau Health Plans can do that for you. Maybe uh, you and your family are growing. Maybe you've already grown and now you're an empty nester and you need that next level of health coverage. That's where Farm Bureau Health Plan specializes in literally every situation to help you out. And it's so easy to get a health assessment to start your process at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up with BetMGM and use the code A to Z 200. That's A T O Z. 200 and place a $10 money line wager to get $200 in bonus bets instantly. To win $200 in bonus bets instantly, it's ATOZ 200 when you sign up. You can use ATOZ Sports, get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. But go ahead and get that bonus bet money uh, $200 just by placing a $10 wager. I, you can't ask for a better deal or a better way to get into the sports betting uh, world than that. $10 money line wager. Maybe it's on this Titans-Browns game and $200 in bonus bets to you with ATOZ200 on betmgm.com. All right, A to Z Sports here live on uh, this Friday. What do you believe in more? Is it the Titans' ability to stop the run or the Browns' ability to run the ball with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Uh, So I'm actually going to go opposite to you, Sam. I believe that the Browns will find a way to run the football with more success than really any team has on the Titans in the last calendar year. Because your stat that you had, that the Titans' media relations sent out, is that the Titans have been the best run defense since 2007 over a 17-game stretch. And to go deeper into that, I believe only one team – has eclipsed 100 yards rushing as a as a team against the Titans, and it was the Bengals uh, right after Thanksgiving yeah. uh, last season, right? And the Bengals won that game. Here's where I think the something's got to give 
hurts the Titans because I believe the Titans margin of error is more thin than the Browns because the Browns are elite at running the football 202 rushing yards per game. The Titans are elite at running at stopping the run in 65 yards per game so far this year and dating back to last season. The middle of that, the mean is 133, right? So if both are doing a good job, the Browns are north of 100 yards rushing. That's how good they are at running the ball. And I think if the Browns can get to 100 yards rushing, they're probably going to control the game and win the game. Because what do the Browns have outside of that is a dynamic pass-catching group that the Titans will probably give up yards to as well. The Titans give up 300 yards passing in the back in back-to-back games against Carr and Herbert. I think Herbert was just short of 300, but if you average them together, right around 300 yards a game through the air and yards, but not a lot of points. But I still think if the Browns can have success running the ball early, it truly changes the outlook of the game and how the Browns can counter. Where if the Titans stuff the Browns run early. Now they can have an opportunity to get a, get a lead and to build on that. And I just think it's a, it's a smaller margin of for error for the Titans than it is the Browns. Because look, if they get 100 yards rushing, which is half of their average production, that's really good against the Titans, and that creates other opportunities. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean – Because Ty been- says I'm crazy. You know, Ty says crazy talk Austin. <sighs> Troy says Austin, they will not run the ball against the Titans. You know, I mean, I don't think Titans this is says, I believe the Browns will go over a hundred, uh, but not one sixty. Yeah, but I mean, going I... over a hundred is a big deal against the Titans. Hello, lady says a hundred yards rushing isn't enough. It's, I mean, it's interesting, right? I, because this is part of when you have two extremes and you have the Titans at sixty whatever yards at averaged allowed, and the Browns 65. averaging two hundred. What? Yeah. How do you define success? How do you define a win in the running game? Uh, and ultimately, it's why this something's got to give approach to this game is just so interesting to me. Because I'd ask you too, like Austin, if the Browns come in uh, to this game on Sunday committed to running the football, does that help or hurt the Titans? Does it help the Titans that the Browns are playing into their biggest strength instead of? dropping back and throwing with Deshaun Watson against a weaker, you know, pass defense. I think what it, it does, or does sorry, it hurt the Titans? Cause it sets them up to get beat by the pass if, and allows the Browns to control the game. Like you could go either way on that. I feel like, which is why this is such a fun matchup to me. Yeah. I think what it does is if the, if the Browns come out and commit to the run, I think it puts more pressure on the Titans offense. Right, because now the Titans' offense has to make the Browns pay for committing to the run. How does that happen? And that's kind of the hypothetical that we started to talk about pre-show, and I want to get to here in a second. Of if the Browns are saying, "Okay, we believe in Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt, who you know has not been gone from Cleveland for very long, to come out here and run the football effectively." Now, how can the Titans? How can the Titans' offense? get up early, score some points in the first quarter, score again in the second quarter, make it a two-score game, and then put the Browns in a spot to where can they stay committed to the run? Because the Titans' offense will need to be able to match 
and extend if that's the case. So I guess that's how you think about that answer of like, it puts pressure on the Titans offense. Yeah, I think that's true, right? I Like we know, what do we know about Mike Vrabel that he wants to do is control time of possession and win a turnover battle. And, and you know, not, uh, it does not help this offense if they have limited possessions and limited opportunity to, to score points. Like the more, the Titans need to be flawless on offense because the Browns have the, you know, can milk an entire half quarter off the clock with one possession Mm -hmm. Uh, that hurts the Titans chances for sure. Offensively, um, because as we've seen, sometimes it takes them a little bit to get into this and you know, you have a three and out and then you're giving up more rushing yards. uh, You're losing a lot of valuable time in this game. So yeah, uh, I do think it, you know, it definitely heightens the stakes for the Titans offense. So, all right. So let's get to this because I I do have some comments favorited that I want to get to um, because Dave said, you know, it's the Browns defense against, against the running Titans there too. And Bork's talking about how the Browns and the Titans are very similar. Uh, I did want to bring those up. Uh, So I I let Sam had a hypothetical before the show and I want to bring it up. If Deshaun Watson throws the ball 35 times, if he drops back 35 times, what's the likely score of the game? I just want to, or the script of the game, right? If the yeah, Watson, not a score, but like it's, script, it's part of this like, help or hurt thing, right? Is yes. This- yes. If the if Deshaun Watson drops back 35 times against a, a pass defense that gives up yards, how does this game go? So I want you guys to think of that, chew on that for a second. And I'll tell you guys about Aura, who's keeping me safe online. I signed up with Aura back in April. It's been awesome. I've been uh, not, not annoyed or, and pestered by robocalls and spam calls uh, at all to my phone. I'm getting less junk emails. That's just less time that I have to spend clearing out my email inbox every day because Aura identified 30 data brokers who were selling my information to telemarketers and spammers, and they stripped my information away from those data brokers in just five or six days. 30 data brokers gone from my life in five or six days making me more efficient because I'm dealing with less outside noise and distractions, all because Aura is keeping me safe. Then they can also manage your passwords. There's nothing more frustrating. Wi-Fi, situ- Wi-Fi problems and then forgetting your passwords. Those are two like, you know, you know, new age, modern issues that are just constant headaches. Aura will allow you to not forget passwords anymore and how they manage and protect your passwords. If a password has a leak potential, the data breach, they identify you to go change that password on whatever platform it came from or notifies you of everything. And you'll get a two week free trial. That's two weeks for free with Aura by using our link aura.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Jason L says he placed a Titans win bet uh, recently. So if okay. you are looking to get in on this game, maybe you're backing Jason L and picking the Titans to beat the Browns in Cleveland. Do it with BetMGM and do it with the bonus code ATOZ200. A toz 200 that sign up code gets you 200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a 10 dollars money line wager just go in there a to z 200 sign up titans money line 10 dollars bet 
$200 instantly in bonus bets into your account. That's a great way to get it going, get the ball rolling here, heading into a big weekend of college football, an awesome slate uh, and NFL games. So if you need some extra cash, need some extra bankroll to get you uh, feeling good for the sports betting weekend, get with BetMGM and use that code. It's ATOZ200 with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM.com. All right, so let's just say Deshaun Watson drops back 35-plus times in this game on Sunday. Who does that benefit? How does the game go? Because Amari Cooper is really good. The Browns have several wide receivers. Donovan Peoples-Jones, a talented guy. Uh, you know, David Njoku at tight end can move the sticks and, and pick up chunk plays. We've seen the Titans defense giving up an average 300 yards passing uh, in the last two games. But we know the Browns won or won the football, and Deshaun Watson's been struggling. Who does it benefit if Deshaun drops back 35 times? I think it benefits the Titans because I, I think the only way that happens is the Titans have stopped the run effectively. Kevin Stavansky is pivoting a little bit with his approach and the Titans have a lead and the Browns are chasing. Uh, that is the world that I see Deshaun Watson dropping back 35 times. Uh, I think it also allows for more opportunities for turnovers, more opportunities for sacks to get the Browns behind the sticks and, and get an advantage in the down and distance. Uh, I think if Deshaun Watson drops back 24 times and it's a, it's a smaller number that probably lets you know that Cleveland is running the ball pretty effectively uh, which I don't think is great for the Titans if Cleveland is doing what they want to do. My goal for the Titans defense every week, but specifically this week, is make your opponent uncomfortable and have to do things they're not wanting to do. I think that's make Deshaun Watson be a pocket passer, uh, drop back and show that he can still do it with his arm when the run game's not there to compliment him. Hmm. All right. So um, Valentina says no way they focus on running now. That's, that's what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen a lot more people saying, you know, Brad saying the secondary is known for giving up quite a bit of yards and exploits. I was actually surprised to see that the chargers only had five. Yeah. They had a couple like, but you're it, talking through it, the air though, right? Yeah. I think, five I think they had a one explosive run for sure. And then a couple that were like similar to the saints, right? It's like gain of 18 yards or something. Right. Like that. It's almost so like, it's, it's almost like redefining an X play to like 15 plus. Yeah. You know? Because those 16, 17, 18, 19 yard plays feel and hurt just as much. Cause you know, you know, 15 to 20 yards is flipping the field um, a lot. And so uh, yeah. Mr. Jack boy says Titans win because it means the Browns are behind Browns, probably not successful in running and controlling the game. Yep. Yeah. It's basically it's aligned with what I said. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree. Um, but I, I also just have this weird feeling of, and I know bucks talked about this on primetime and on one Oh four, five, the zone of man, it would really hurt for Deshaun Watson to have a get right type performance against a team he's familiar with, you know, like, you know, Deshaun Watson in his last couple of years with the Texans, the Titans were beating the Texans, but Deshaun Watson was putting up numbers and we have to go back, you know, a couple of years. Cause he sat out 2021. So 2020, those Texans games 
were basically shootouts. I remember Sam 2020 Titans and Texans in like week six or seven. It was like a 46 to 42 overtime game or something along those lines where the Titans, you thought you had Deshaun covered, but he was making plays to D hop. Uh, and you know, even in the last week of that season, when the Titans were trying to win the AFC South and the Texans were out of it, Deshaun Watson was putting up numbers. And so yeah. See, I know I've those got Texans... the career numbers here. Okay. Uh, you got six career games for Deshaun Watson against the Titans. He's three and three as a starter. Uh, 73% completion percentage with 1,746 yards, uh, 17 passing touchdowns, and five interceptions, a passer rating of 119. Say the uh, yards again. Uh, 1746 in six games, just shy of 300 per game. Yeah. Uh, 291 yards per game. Uh, and then he's got 208 rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns as well. 19 total touchdowns, five interceptions, uh, and nearly 300 passing yards per game. So yeah, he has been very good against the Titans in his career. Yeah, and even just a three and three. And I know, like, you know, Matt says it doesn't translate, uh, guys. Not, I agree, though. I mean, I don't think this is the same player. I like, I, I know what Buck is getting at there. I know yeah. what you're getting at there, Jim, but the same thing, hollow shell of his past self. I've know, been waiting for it. Same Watson. I, I've been waiting for it forever. And he, he just he doesn't look like the same guy. And I don't believe that this is the same. I like, I don't think this is Texans Deshaun Watson waiting to come into his shell and come back into his own. I think this is just a different player now. I, I think that he, you know, this is what he is. Yeah, I mean, Jay said earlier, Deshaun Watson, breakout game coming, and then he goes back to struggling the rest of the season. Classic Titans letting mid-tier quarterbacks torch them. And that's happened a lot <clears throat> to the Titans. And 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 uh, Andre says the run defense numbers are misleading when the Titans struggle to stop the pass teams that's run true. last. I think that's very true, Andre. And, and, and that is and Andre what follow up it. saying is chicken before the egg can't stop the pass. So teams do that because it's the least less resistant, right? Yeah. I, I think this is a really fascinating uh, aspect of this that doesn't get talked about a ton. Uh, but, you know, Shane Bowen said something to this effect at the end of the year last year where he was getting questions about, hey, Shane, best run defense in the league. How, how's that? He goes, well, we're the worst pass defense in the league. So typically the game plan is throw, throw, throw. Uh, and when that happens, you don't give up as many rushing yards. And when run defense is dictated by rushing yards allowed, you know, you're going to be towards the top. So I, Andre, yeah, that should be talked about a little bit more. Uh, and I think potentially does boost the Titans numbers and make them look a little bit better than they actually are. And now Amnesia drops a big super chat, 20 bucks. Appreciate that uh, here on a Friday. It says the Saints have a much better defense and Carr is a much better quarterback than I guess the Browns. It took a blown fumble call and three interceptions for the Saints to beat the Titans by one. As long as Tannehill doesn't crumble, the Titans should be good. Well, I mean, the Browns defense is very good too. I, I think Browns defense that, is very good. Very, yeah. And so the Saints having a better defense than the Browns, I mean, I think they're both kind of comparable with their ability to be big and, and physical up front. Um, and opportunistic in the back end. And so, yeah, if Ryan Tannehill turns the ball over a bunch, then the Titans are going to lose on the road, especially. This is get, but Look, all this conversation leads me to the same point. This is a classic Titans game. It is a classic Mike Vrabel coaching principles game. Mike Vrabel's little check off the boxes game of don't turn the ball over, get a couple turnovers, establish the run, 
and grit and grind your way to a, a 17-14 win if you need to. And if you can hit a big X play off play action with Ryan Tannehill, that would go a long way. Uh, but like, yeah, this is all these things that we keep bringing up, I feel like is exactly the identity of a Mike Vrabel football team. Uh, so this will be fun to see if they can, you know, execute their principles that that they drive home. Play good defense. Don't turn the ball over. Control time of possession. Win a football game. All right. So I've got a bet that I'm going to make on this Titans Browns game. In fact, I've already done one, uh, but I've got another bet coming up here. Uh, I've got a bet too. All right, great. Love Uh, it. So first, tell us about the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute and uh, boneandjointtn.org to schedule an appointment or visit them out in Franklin at their state-of-the-art rehab facility. Uh, They have everything all under one roof, so you're not driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments, rehab, clinic, image, surgery, testing. It's all in the same spot at the Bone and Joint Institute out in Franklin. Great doctors, great care, great facilities. Schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org. All right, and with BetMGM, we've been talking about there's two ways to win with BetMGM. One with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That means you go big with your first bet because you get up to $1,500 back if your first bet misses in bonus bets, or if you don't want to go big with your first bet, use code ATOZ200 because then all you got to do, a $10 money line wager on any pro football game wins you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So a couple uh, opportunities to take it there with BetMGM. So do it with our code ATOZ200, turning a $10 money line wager into $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of what happens with that money line play. So visit betmg.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. First online room money wager only. Rewards issued at nominal bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem gamble support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So Sam, the I've got two bets that I, well, th- two bets that I really like. One that I think is a really fun opportunity to, to ride. So the first, I've got a, a same game parlay. I had an odds boost for same game parlay that was 50%. So it's always good to take advantage of that. And I like doing that with Titans games. So I've got a same game parlay, odds boost 50% of Titans team points over nine and a half. Titans plus three and a half for the game. And Browns team points over 11 and a half. Those three legs plus 187. I nice. feel like that's a I feel like that's pretty good, right? Well, what's what's yeah, I mean you just boosted the spread basically. Like you I love doing that as well of like I'm like all right, well I'm going to take uh I I think I did this the other day and I came up one leg short which sucked, but uh I was on I was on Vikings money line against the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night. And I took, you know, I'm like Kirk Cousins, one passing touchdown, Justin Jefferson, over 40 receiving yards, yep. took a couple gimmies. And then all of a sudden that, that Vikings money line that was plus 145 is plus 220. And you're just like, nice, better profits if it hits and the Vikings lost the game, but you know, <laughs> so I got those three plays plus 187 after my same game parlay boost that BetMGM keeps giving uh, me uh, all the time. And then I also like the under in this game, which is at 39 and a half. And I think that makes a lot of sense. But Sam, yeah. how about this? If you like under 39 and a half, what do you think about 
neither team scoring 20 or more at plus 325. Oof. 20's just not a lot of points. <laughs> like, I feel like you can uh, – I don't like that one. I think You somebody don't gets, like it. I think somebody can get to 20. I think it's going to be a close – I think, like, the winning team is right around that 20-point mark. I think it's a 20 to 17, 21 to 20 type of game. If it's 20 to 17, I guess it's racing. The under is good, but 20 points or more. Like not good. Okay. That's fine. I'm just checking. Nobody's going to score 19. Nobody's scoring 19 or like 18. So I guess like you're banking on it being like a 17, 16 or 17, 14 game. And uh, I don't know. feels low. Okay. Could be. I mean, it could be a 16 to 15 like we saw in New Orleans, but. I, I um, think that. For race to 20 points, neither plus 325. Just I have little, two picks. I have two picks for the people. Uh both of them receiving props. Mm-hmm. Both of them overs. Derrick Henry over 12 and a half receiving yards. Okay. Uh you took it last week, I believe. I'm gonna take it this week. I love it. I love it. They're using Tajay Spears, yes, but they're trying to get Derrick Henry the ball in some unique ways as well. Uh, you see, I saw some checkdowns from Ryan Tannehill that were just gains of seven, eight yards for Derrick Henry in the passing game. Uh, and then obviously he has shown and did it in New Orleans the ability to break one for 40 plus. So Derrick Henry over 12 and a half. And this one I think I like the most of any of them. Uh, and I know the Browns pass defense is impressive. I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins over 50 and a half. I think he was pretty much mute uh, on Sunday. It went for 40 yards. Uh, and I think another week back from the ankle, a little bit healthier, um, a little bit. Uh, I, just, I think we're due for a, a D-hop game that we've got like a, a nice seven catch, 91 yard and a touchdown performance that you're like, all right, there's, there's DeAndre Hopkins that we've seen in practices and seen flashes of. So, uh, yeah, I like this as a D-hop game. Uh, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to go there a good amount. I don't know if the deep balls to Traylon Burks and mm-hmm. Chris Moore that we saw are really going to be there as much against this Browns pass defense. And so I think, uh, you know, you might have to deal with a, a lot more stuff underneath and take what you can get. And if that's dinking and dunking your way down the field, I think it involves DeAndre Hopkins a lot. So over 50 and a half. All right. Okay. So we got a few plays there for this Titans Browns game. Sam, I am not on the pregame halftime and postgame show. Uh, so, cause coming up uh, this week, it's you and Jack Titan game day live pregame halftime postgame. Uh, the pregame show begins at uh, 1130 central time, 30 minutes before kick. And then immediately reactions for halftime and postgame shows with Sam and Jack this weekend uh, before me and Jack are back at Acme for the, that Bengals game. So Sam, I'm going to give you one key that I think the Titans need to do to get to two and one. I think okay. it's pretty simple. I think whoever scores the first touchdown has a major edge here. If the Titans can find a way to get in the end zone in the first quarter, it's a big deal for me. Big deal to get in the end zone in the first quarter. So far, they, they haven't done that. But yeah. if you're on the road. They had the dog pounds eight be yards in the first quarter last <laughs> against the Chargers. I also think, I think Cleveland fans are fragile this week. Because Nick Chubb goes down. Deshaun Watson's playing like doo-doo. They don't believe in their team. But they're going to show up lubricated and juiced up, ready to go and be loud and drunk. 
But if the Titans can score early and shut them up in the first quarter, I think they're going to start to whine and tuck their tails a little bit because Nick Chubb's gone and Deshaun Watson sucks. Yeah, I think there's some aspects of, uh, you know, the Titans continuing to build momentum too. Like Tim Kelly talked about the Titans offense speaking to the media yesterday about some of these keys just being staying ahead of the sticks, getting into second and short, third and short, uh, opening up the playbook for Tajay and Derek, uh, avoiding self-inflicted wounds like pre-snap penalties or sacks or things that set you back big time. Uh, And I think that's really what the Titans struggled to do early on. And when you do that, they really struggle to get into a rhythm. But if they, I agree with you. Like if if the Titans are in the off or in the end zone in the first quarter, that shows me that this offense came out in rhythm uh, and has carried over a lot of those same things they that were working against the Chargers to Cleveland. I think that's yeah. a really good sign. And yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a ton of points scored in this game. So that first touchdown uh, puts the Titans if they do get the first touchdown right now, they're even better positioned to play that Mike Vrabel style of game that I mentioned that run the ball, kick your field goals, play good defense, Ben don't break defense uh, and win the game, find a way to win the game that I think seven points early on gives you a leg up and more flexibility to do that. You don't want to be chasing the more you're chasing, the more, you know, ugly things can get for yourself. Yeah, uh, Pistol asks uh, Austin and Sam, how do y'all really feel about the game this week? Well, Sam will have a pregame show coming up on Sunday, so I'll let Sam save his best takes for uh, Sunday pregame. But uh, I've got money involved with the Titans plus three and a half. So that's kind of how I feel about this game. I I expect low scoring. I like the under 39 and a half, and I also uh, like the Titans plus three and a half in that situation. There's another one of my toxic betting traits, I guess, that we can go over real quick. Uh, I like never bet the spread ever because I, unless I mean, maybe I'll bet a favorite to cover, but like I see all the time, it's like so-and-so is plus two and a half. I'm like, okay. So if I like them to lose by less than two, it's probably because I like them to win the game. So I'll probably just take the money line. uh, And then I'm like surprised when they lose, they lose by one point. And then I'm like, it happened uh, in New Orleans that Titans were plus one and a half for that game. I'm pretty plus sure three. They're or plus three. three, whatever. And I was like, why would I bet the Titans plus three? Like they're either going to win or they're not going to win. No, uh, I, I, I had multiple bets on Titans plus three. And I, and so I'm in there and I'm just like, I'm get out of my face with this minus one ten on the spread BS. I'm no. taking the money line. And then I look back and I'm like, yeah, I was, I was kind of on that game. Should have just bet the spread. That's <laughs> like, why I was, I, I, I was totally cool with Vrabel kicking the field goal to make it a one point game. Oh, at the yeah. end. I, the Titans plus three. I'm sure all day people long. were very pleased with Sean McVay <laughs> this weekend as well. That field goal yep. was ridiculous to cover seven and a half. Yep, uh, Roy says gambling one on one. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, hey, plus, I, I am an idiot spreads. gambler, and I'm yep. I'm very aware of it. Underdogs cover a lot more often than you might uh, think. All right, so Sam, let's get to ain't that good news to wrap up our week. Ain't that good news every Friday to send us to a football weekend. <laughs>
County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com for always uh, being a part of our show. And you can go make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing Payne Bone, who runs the show at Wilson County Hyundai, family owned and operated, uh, done it for a long time in Lebanon, save some money on that new ride by checking them out at Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Ain't that good news in the chat. So if you have good news, share it, share it, share it. We love the good news. Uh, Lou Man says, good news, I'm right. I don't know what Lou Man thinks he's right about, but hey, I'm glad that Lou Man thinks he's right. Uh, ain't that good news? Pistol says, Watson is not elite like he was in Houston. Max says, good news, leaving for Cleveland this weekend. Very excited to see this game live tighten up. Uh, that's that, That'll be fun. I have been, I've been to Cleveland and I've looked at the Brown Stadium, but I've not been a, a good uh, into a game there. Demetrius says, Headed to Honolulu, Hawaii next week. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Okay, Demetrius. Noah says his good news is that Dion and Colorado hype train stops this weekend against Oregon. Maybe. We'll see. If maybe. they play like they did against Colorado State, it will. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, Karen, good news. Uh, she has, and we've met Karen at Titans uh, practice a couple times over the last couple of camps. Uh, Karen says having back surgery at 11 a.m. this morning. Oh, wait, praying it eliminates chronic chronic back pain. Well, Karen, uh, best of luck. Hope yeah. the procedure goes well. And then we can see you on game day and next week uh, after the fact. And uh, thanks for watching the show uh, pre-op. May, hopefully we can kind of calm your nerves for this or just be a distraction <laughs> for this procedure coming up. Good go. luck uh, to Karen on that one. Stacy says good news. Celebrating 54th birthday next Thursday. Parents and other family and friends going to Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah, you can take your your uh, your resident Alabama fan to Longhorn Steakhouse too if you want to. Um, Sam, what is your good news? I got a lot of good news. I got like rapid fire good news. Uh, Bring it. Good news. Didn't expect it. Zach Bryan EP dropped this morning. That was great news. Didn't wasn't ready for that. Five new songs, no skips. Thank you, Zach Bryan. Good news. Survivor's back next Wednesday. I'm pumped up. I'm fired up. We all know how I feel about Survivor guys, and I'm ready to go to watch Survivor 45. That's great news. Good news. Uh, my girlfriend's having a housewarming get together party thing tonight. Uh, excited, you know. It's an, I. I don't have plans very often. Her, her so place a, or your place? Her place. Okay. But I like. I don't have plans very often, so I get excited about plans. <laughs> uh, what else do I got? Uh, good news. Oh, uh, I'm with Ronnie. Fall is here. That's good news. Good news. Yep. College football is going to be fun tomorrow. That's good news. I'm a good news train today. I'm all over the Friday good news. So all aboard. Let's go. I like it. My good news is football related, but you know, I'm off the uh, game day show tomorrow, uh, Sunday for you guys for Titans because Sam and Jack will be taking the majority of away games uh, moving forward. But tomorrow I get to still talk football because I'm filling in for Charlie Burris and the Vols pre uh, halftime and post game show with Jonathan Crompton. So Charlie is going to the game. Tennessee versus UTSA. So I'm filling in for Charlie. So I get to talk to my guy, Crump, the former Vols quarterback for halftime and post game. Hopefully we can see some Nico Iamaliava against UTSA. Hopefully the Vols can get the offense figured out and go back. And hopefully Tennessee's defense can remember how to tackle and uh, we can have a fun halftime and post game show. Hopefully if Tennessee can figure that thing out. So I'm excited about doing that. I like I like talking ball with Crompton. He's super smart. Uh, and good luck to him tonight with his high school football game as he's a head coach in uh, North Carolina. So that's my good news is that I'm not going to be talking on Sunday, but I'll be talking on Saturday. 
There we go. Oh, another good news. Baseball playoff race. Awesome. Like, we got a week left of the regular season. It's going to be electric. Chat is being very disrespectful to my good news. I respected your good news, chat. Respect my good news. What are we doing yes. here? Respect I see a lot of people clowning Survivor and clowning Zach Bryan in the chat. This is not the vibes I signed up for on a Friday. You respect the good news. You can disagree with the shade, but you respect the good news. Other people. Yeah, that's fair. You can disagree with the shade. Listen, I, I'm getting called a kid for watching Survivor and being excited for it. And I see other people saying like, hey, I'm I'm fired up for Survivor too." Matt, I have done fantasy Survivor and it's electric and I'm going to do it again this year. So, it, yeah, I'm excited. And Pistol Ramsey respects the good news. Thank yeah. you, sir. Jaboos has taken his son to the first Titans game this weekend too. So uh, good memories, hopefully a positive memory. Um, blast in the past. My first Tennessee Oilers game at Vanderbilt Stadium, 1998. Titans Chargers. One of Ryan Leaf's four wins as an NFL quarterback. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, man. That was my first pro football game was one of Ryan Leaf's four wins as an NFL quarterback. You want, this is a weird one. My, my first, uh, mine was a pre, I went to a lot of preseason games. My first regular season game. Oh, actually, no, it's not. My first regular season NFL game was Bears Broncos. You're about to date I don't remember. yourself. Huh? You're about to, you're about to date yourself. I'm trying to think what year it was. Brock Osweiler started for Denver. Would have been um it was it was the year after Peyton left. So sixteen, I think. Yeah. That was your first regular season game. I didn't I didn't go to regular season games as a kid. Like I didn't go to many NFL games. I went to a few preseason games and then I'd but obviously before my <laughs> before my first Titans game, Austin, before I started doing this job. I had been to two NFL games ever. I had been to oh, wow. a Bears Broncos regular season game and the Bears double doink playoff loss to the Eagles. Those were my two NFL games. Uh, well, so I've still never really been to a college football game. Hey, uh, Louie says, wait, you've never been to an NFL college game? I've been to a Northern Illinois game. That's the biggest college football game I've been to. Okay. Louis says first NFL game was Eagles versus the St. Louis Cardinals in 81. St. Louis Cardinals, right? How about it? How about that? Uh, we could go on and on. Uh, Bobby, first game was playoff game against. The I Bengals. like this question though. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, let's just pocket this and spend more time about it because we got we got other things we got to do. But hope everybody has a great start to your weekend. Once again, I'll be uh, live tomorrow afternoon evening for Tennessee halftime and pre and post game show balls versus UTSA, and then on Sunday it'll be Sam and Jack for Titan Game Day Live. Pre-game, halftime, post-game, starting at 11.30 Central, 30 minutes before Titans-Browns kick off. Uh, they'll be right here on these same channels. Thanks to all of our Titan Game Day partners that we've got so far this season, having a great start to the year. But also, like the show before you head out. Always, always more people watching the show than actually have liked the show. So hit that like button. We appreciate you guys a lot. Have a good weekend. See you soon.